Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. A couple of business things before we um, before we get going. I yeah. promised that I would let you know when we're going to play the next Maiden tickets to beat the box office before the tickets go on sale on Friday. Concert details at 957cruisefm.ca. You'll hear a Maiden tune. You'll need to be caller number 95 just before 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I think we're playing two minutes to midnight. Seriously. That's what you said. Yeah, we're listening for that song. Uh, hall party tickets at 810. I had surgery yesterday. I got a call late last week saying, okay, we're, we got a spot for you come Monday. Yeah. So he, um, he went in and he cut that bump off my hand. And it, it was far more involved than I thought. So you're glad you didn't do it with a utility knife then? A box cutter? I think I am. And when you see what they've done, (laughs) the level of care that they take and (laughs) wrapping it. Yeah. Anyway. By the way, this just in, Locke can drink a beer with his left hand. (laughs) I think I might be ambidextrous. (laughs) Also, um, I've got a funny doctor story for you. I think you guys will be entertained by it. We'll get to that after the news. This is a uh, a new stain track. Okay. First single in 12 years. I say, I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. It, it's been a while, you could say. And let's see what I did. <laughs> that was awful, Grant. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, I don't even want to get into the whole saga with my hand. <laughs> it's been an ongoing journey. But, yeah. Yeah. So in 2015, it I noticed it right after I did my roof. Remember I did the shingles? Yeah, oh, yeah. We, I woke up that. Can never forget like, that. That week. <laughs> that week I woke up and I had this bump on my hand, like right, right in the crux of my thumb. It's like, yeah, at the base of your thumb. Yeah. Of. So I, I kind of let it. Uh, you you know how men are. They ignore something. So I ignored yeah. it for like a year. And then finally I was like, I better deal with this. So I brought it up to my family doctor. And, and he's like, yeah, uh, let's get a look at that. So then I went and I got a guy. And this took a year. Like le- legit mm-hmm. took a year. They had to, uh, what is it, ultrasound it or something. Yeah. They gave it some, they looked at it somehow. Okay. Like there was a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, Vaseline and there was probably an ultrasound. Yeah, ultrasound. And then um, about a year later, when I saw my doctor again, I like I'm I'm adding years here because mm-hmm. I'm not joking. He's like, well, we sh- it's probably this, but and it which was a collection of blood vessels or something like that. Okay, and and so from like hitting your hand or, I, or something. I asked. I said, is it from trauma? He goes, oh, we don't really know. Oh, <laughs> sometimes they just show up. Um. And so, anyway, I, uh, I, I I had an appointment with this guy, and then that guy called me, and then that guy died or quit or, uh, I don't know, or moved Something. to the States, or and then I got another guy, and then, a, and then I, think, I think I'm on my third guy. 
that that is going to remove this thing. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of months back, I finally got an appointment to actually see the guy. And so it's 2023. It's been eight years since I've had this thing on my hand. And they called me late last week and they said, okay, you're booked. We got it. We got it. We're cutting it out on Monday. So I went in yesterday and I had what I thought was going to be fairly minor surgery. Yeah, because it's a bump on my head. But it's a lot more involved than that, I guess. I think anytime it's your hand, I think it's like they're specialists. and And he said that. He said thumbs are really difficult to work on. He said there's no good way of cutting into a thumb. So anyway, um, I'm a little bit more um, impaired than I thought I would. I'm not mm-hmm. complaining, but I'm just saying I didn't expect this, right? <laughs> like I can I can hardly type. I can hardly, I can't, it's tough to use a mouse. <laughs> My thumb's not moving very well at all. Yeah. Anyway, so most doctors are, are I shouldn't say this. Most doctors that I've seen don't necessarily have a sense of humor, mm-hmm. and and I think pretty business. Well, they're pretty business, and I I think it probably has a lot to do with. I mean, he's got to cut my hand open. It's probably the, the mental load that they carry all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, there wasn't a lot of chatter in the room. There was one nurse that was obviously training. There was another one that was training the nurse. So there was a little bit of communication between the two of them. There was like next to no communication with the doctor. Mm -hmm. And there was kind of this vibe like he came in, he he didn't really acknowledge me at all. He kind of walked up to his um, phone and he put on a playlist. Hmm. He's a Jason Isbell fan. Oh, nice! And uh, and he pl- started playing music. That must and be then, a new thing. Hey, putting music on during surgery and stuff. I was c- c- thought, mine. Yeah. Mine was a day procedure. Yeah, I mean, I was wide awake for it. So he um, he's doing his thing, and I kind of got the sense that he was the do- he's the doctor that the nurses. There's no joking. Mm-hmm. There's no joking around. Which to me automatically presented a an opportunity, right? Because I was I was going to see if I could make this guy laugh. <laughs> so anyway, we're I'd say about halfway through, and I kind of I kind of broached like a I started to ch- try to chat with him a little mm-hmm. bit. He wasn't having anything to do with with me at all like he didn't want the small talk thing so i was kind of letting him do his thing and then at one point i said so this is probably going to have a major impact on my hand modeling career (laughs) and the the nurses didn't laugh and he didn't laugh nobody said anything nobody said anything he just said how much work as a hand model have you had (laughs) (laughs) and i said none and he went well probably going to be okay then (laughs) and then he kept going and it was crickets yeah there was no laughter nothing nothing see that makes yeah i prefer a person a doctor that jokes like i had a root canal last week and my dentist was quite funny and he was dentists are funny see i was watching seinfeld because they put the tv on and he was watching while doing my root canal watching with me and laughing (laughs) And I was like, I really should have put the anti-identite one on. 
Are you an anti-dentite? <laughs> I was thinking hand model when he was cutting my hand yeah. up, too, because of Seinfeld, Seinfeld as well. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, you got to read Dean's text there. Uh, Dean said, thank God you can still talk. Thanks for the support, Dean. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. How many times have you been contacted by locker room listeners in the last 24 hours about Bob Newhart's wife? I didn't get anyone for this one. No, oh, I've had like message me. Four or five people. Have say, you? Yeah. <laughs> Lock, Bob might be a good pick in the next round. Yeah, we've had him a few times in the celebrity. I had him pool. for a while. Like he, I was the last one to have him. Okay. Jimmy's... There's a bunch of like potentials off the list that Jimmy has had that would uh, benefit him. So this is the this first round. time we've had it. I don't so know if, if me being a winner is definitely a benefit. Um, so I have to run the board. But you, this wouldn't well, be a, a win, point. though. No, it's an extra pick. So yeah, I was saying what, what oh, we've yeah. done this round for the first time is say Bob Newhart dies. None of us have him on our current list, but Jimmy had him most recently. Yeah, so he'd get an extra pick. Jamie Fox might be a good pick. He's not doing well. No? Well, I mean, he's been in the hospital for two weeks. They don't know what the hell happened to him. Yeah. Right? Anyway. I still think... Nobody has Ozzy Osbourne still, right? No. I still think Ozzy's a solid pick. Who had Ozzy last? I don't know if anyone ever actually did. I think one of us did at one point. Ozzy's been on the list. Has he? Yeah. Probably Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Could be me. Um, Yeah. So the two losers in this next round, and I thought Grant was going to win it when Jimmy Carter went into palliative care, but he's hanging on. That old goat's hanging in there. Yeah, good for him. Anyway, um, the two losers have to do a show remotely in transit, either in a car on the Yellowhead or on the Anthony Handy or um, on public transit. Although I have this strong, suspicious feeling that we're not going to be able to make the public transit work. I don't know if they'll what? let us on a bus. I had him last. I know. You've had all the... Everyone is dying. Had him, Jimmy's had, had him, last. I had him round eight. Yeah. So the... Sort of the... Uh, the new wrinkle in our contest is that if somebody dies that you've had on a past list, you get an extra pick for the current round. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on... Uh, on old Bob here. I kind of don't want to win. Bob is one of those guys, right? Like, I can see him going quickly after his wife. They've been married for 60 years. Yeah. She was 82. He's 93 now. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look good. <laughs> if you've seen him recently, Bob does, Bob looks old. Yeah. yeah. He, he looks like that guy you talk to before you go in the crypt. He he looks like that guy, you know, from that uh, Picasso painting with the guy with the sucking, uh, sunken face, uh, like the alien-looking dude. Have you got an analogy, Grant? And then we'll get out. Well, mine was always just the crypt keeper. <laughs> I, uh, I, I agree with that one. Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. Don Lemon got fired he got, from... Uh, he got punted from yeah. CNN, oddly, at the same time that Tucker got let go. Yeah. Around the same time. So, here's... The dumbest man on television, according to Trump. <laughs> a little a little inside uh, baseball on um, 
on uh, on on our business. And and again, I won't get too far in the weeds, but I've been doing this a long time, and anytime anybody ever gets let go for something that is set on the air, I always say this. I always say they didn't get let go for what they said. And they'll go, yeah, they did. Yeah, he said this. He shouldn't have said that. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yes, I understand what you mean. I've had friends that have lost their jobs in this business based on things that have come out of their mouths. Yeah. And I've said, no, it, technically speaking, it, it, didn't, it didn't go down that way. They didn't lose their job for that exactly. It had to do with the money tied to it. Yeah. It's always going to be about the money. So um, whatever was said insulted someone that has money that advertises with that or sponsors something. Yes. And they In the Tucker to- Carlson case, it wasn't sponsors. It was the Dominion case. It was his text messages that got out. So he cost that company $780 million almost, yeah, or almost a billion dollars. <laughs> so Tucker lost his job because of his text messages. Yeah, because- apparently Rupert Murdoch like was the one that fired him. Yeah. Is what they're saying is Tucker Carlson was blindsided by it. He was like about to go. He found out 10 minutes before they announced it. Yeah. So they told him and then they announced to the world Tucker's gone. And apparently it was Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, the ninety-two-year-old Rupert. Yeah, so was angry about losing seven hundred eighty million dollars because what happened was that case they had to settle, right? Yeah, and the only the only it wasn't the only thing in the case that made Dominion's case strong enough to settle for almost a billion dollars, but it was a part of the case that where his lawyers. Rupert Murdoch's lawyers were sitting him down going, listen, you can't, don't let this go to trial. Mm-hmm. You're toast. You, you, There's this, there's this, there's this, and there's Tucker's texts. Yeah. You cannot go to court. This is You're all discovery. Lose. You're yeah. going to get taken to the cleaners. So you need to figure out how to settle this now. So he probably saved himself. A good chunk of change yeah. by by settling with Dominion, and Dominion also has just they have a, a bunch of other lawsuits going, right? They do, so yeah. they can now use that money to fight Trump himself and a couple of other people. But mm-hmm. that's why he lost his job. It it has to do with that that money, and you can be you can agree or disagree with that. But that's there's going to be a ton of speculation, but. In the at the end of the day, that's what it was. The way it is now, though, like back in the day, he would have gotten fired, and then you'd never hear from him again. Now that's not the case. Like, no, he'll probably be more in your face now. Like, he'll probably. I don't know about that, Grant. Do podcasts? He'll probably. You know, there's so many things that they can do. When when O'Leary people can do when he got punted, he kind of he fell off the face of the map. Are up the earth. Yeah, he was uh, pretty old. Yeah, Tucker. Tucker will be around. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think he might end up working on another right wing um, um, sort of leaning channel down there. Because yeah. there's a couple down there that O N. What is it? O N. The One Truth or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> That one's one America, one America. But there's another yeah. one that competes fairly directly with with Fox News and actually gets brought up 
because when Fox isn't as right winged as as the right wingers want it to be, they mm-hmm. go they bring that one up. Western something, somebody will know yeah. that's that's listening. Donald, you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he'll probably end up on one of those. That's my speculation. Is that I don't know if Tucker's the guy that starts a podcast in his living room. He's too high profile. He's going to want cameras in front of him. Well, it, dude, that's the thing though is they don't do the podcasts like in their living room. They do them like a whole TV yeah, show. Yeah, but you know what I mean. And they like, can get away with when you're used to being on the biggest. Mm-hmm. He's still young too, right? Yeah. There's a little bit of stuff out there about how much of how hard he was to work with. Dude, did you see any of that? I could imagine. Yeah, apparently he was a bit of a dick. <laughs> Don Lemon was apparently a bit of a dick, too. Yeah, like, he, so he got fired from CNN. And I don't know if that, that didn't have anything to do with... I think he couldn't get that along had, with his co-host. Well, that, what I read was that had to do with stuff he said about... There was a... Um, I can't remember her name. She announced that she's going to run for Republican candidate. Yeah. And he said she's past her prime. And there, everyone was like, she's 20 years younger than every other man that's running. <laughs> He hasn't really been able to get past that. Yes. <laughs> hasn't been able to get a toehold. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This guy isn't working for Disney anymore, right? Ex-Disney World employee. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I don't think he's putting the Mickey costume on anymore. What's <laughs> <laughs> Was he Mickey? No, I don't know. Was he one of the mascots? <laughs> That's not funny. It's not. Grant. Uh, you're the one laughing. <laughs> you're t- There's something wrong with both of you. You're the one that sent the story. Yeah, I'm you're not, the one I'm who not, sent it. I'm the one that said I'm not the one laughing it. at it. I'm the one that said, should we even be talking about this? This guy was upskirting women. Yeah, he, he had, had like videos, like hundreds of videos. More than 500 times in the past five years, he was able to take a video up the skirt of a female customer at Disney World. So, All right, so hopefully Jorge, he goes to jail. 26-year-old, worked at the Star Wars gift shop. Okay. Yeah, until his recent arrest. All right. Those Star Wars nerds. <laughs> of course he was a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh, Locke. <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing at the the irony of it. That he's a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> yeah. There was a story I was telling you, speaking of like voyeurism and stuff, um, a Canadian woman... This is a little more than voyeurism. But well, they were calling it voyeurism. Um, she, her, her and her friends were doing like a girls weekend, yeah. and they rented a big Airbnb, and one of the friends, there was 15 of them in this mansion, and one of the friends the whole time kept going, we're being watched, something's wrong, something's wrong. Really? And finally they she felt s- it. searched the place, and they did find a couple hidden cameras. So they're saying, like, no hey, when you're going to Airbnbs, there's ways to detect these things. So protect yourselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's not the first time we've heard warnings of this stuff. No. It's yeah. creepy. Also, stay away from Star Wars. <laughs> the Star Wars gift shop in particular. <laughs> you don't go in there. You don't need the lightsaber that bad. I'm not on that list. <laughs> you should be there. 
You're telling me you haven't peeked under a skirt or two in your <laughs> <Not>. day? <sighs> okay, in junior high once. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, I met one of my neighbors, and actually oh, the story finally, we were hey? just talking about with the, uh, the, the Star Wars nerd employee from Disney that just got fired for mm-hmm. recording. I, um, I was outside raking the front yard, and a guy came over and started chatting with me. Really, an older guy, right? Okay. And he was in... He was in our neighborhood. He was visiting the, the, the woman who owns a house right across the street from us. So he doesn't live there. No, he was in that neighborhood, but moved a couple of years ago. Now lives in Victoria, was back visiting and taking mm. care of some business in Edmonton. And a chatty old guy, right? Yeah. He came over and was, it was chatting with me. And he goes, come on, come on over, meet your neighbor. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, we'll go, we'll go do this. So we go over and I meet yeah. the, the woman. And... When I was introduced to her, I could tell that there was, there was just something, like there was just this, this tension. Okay. Right. Like, and it wasn't nervous. Just first time meeting somebody. It was, and then I realized I spent a lot of time naked in my house <laughs> with the blinds open. Yeah, I bet you she's seen. <laughs> she's seen you naked. She's seen old locker naked. <laughs> It's I'm possible. sorry. Yeah. The kids are gone now. You're I'm naked. A, I'm a free balling man. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, it's an important day here on The Locker Room, and I think we need to celebrate it because with The Grant Report, I usually do take some time to celebrate and make fun of things like National Radio Day or National DJ Day. <laughs> so I think we need to take time today for our buddy, Jamie Peter White, to honor him and his family. A moment to pause and reflect on this. What is National Plumber's Day? If you're new to the show... You might not know that Jimmy, as he's called now, uh, comes from a long line of plumbers. His dad was a plumber, his granddad was a plumber, and his great-granddad was a plumber. And, of course, Jimmy would be a plumber today if his arms were just a little bit longer. (laughs) Couldn't quite reach in there. We all know that his family tried out several different businesses to get away from plumbing. Opening White Power Electrical Company in the 70s. No. And then successfully running uh, White Corn Farms until the Great Locust Plague of 1982 when they had to go back to plumbing. You know, those things all went away, but plumbing has always been there for the Whites. So raise a glass today on this, the National Plumber's Day. To you. Shit keeps flowing. (laughs) To you, Jimmy. Uh, the Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton oh, Glory Hole Tours. Tuesday. Summer's heating up. Things are getting hot in here as well. Buy one tour, get one tour at Edmonton or Tabor. com. Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Again, my obsession with Pete Davidson, I realize that. I realize that it's, it's, it's borderline obsession now. <laughs> uh, but I saw the do. story yesterday about him being criminally charged for crashing into a house in his Mercedes. Yeah, we're going to have to do Pete free days for you. <laughs> <laughs> so they... He, he, could potentially be charged, is what they're saying. 
Yeah. Uh, he was driving uh, in his Mercedes with his girlfriend, lost control. Drunk? Hit a, uh, no, drugs and alcohol were both ruled out. Come on. Uh, he was just driving too fast, um, hit, a, hit a fire hydrant, and then crashed into a house. <laughs> does, this, does this increase his douchebaggery? There was a story yesterday, too. He was at the Knicks game. And somebody was taking a picture with him, and he pushed him off of him. It's a guy. I, I don't think he was in the wrong on that one, though. He was taking pictures with people, and the guy like came up to him and put his arms around him. And Pete like pushed him off, like, get off of me. Okay. So I'm kind of like, ah, that one, you know, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want to like him, so I'm looking for reasons why, you know, I shouldn't to, like him. To not like him, yeah. To not like him, so... <laughs> The fact that he can't drive? <laughs> can we add that to the list? You can put that on your list, okay. yeah. We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, a couple of things. Still have not played our maiden, so hang in there for that, all right? If you hit our pre-show post, it gives you a rough time every mm-hmm. morning as to when we're going to be playing the song. Um, also, we've got the cruise hall party tickets for... Friday, May May twenty sixth. You know what? That's going to be up on us quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's at Pier Casino. So about a month we're, away. We're looking forward to that one, and we'll give you tickets at eight ten, twelve ten, and four ten here on ninety five seven Cruise FM. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about my gambling problem. Okay, Jimmy's now on board. Jimmy's the, the, fully no, on too, but I not as full. Don't deny it. You're I'm only doing the Oilers games. You're doing everything. Like you're probably going to do dogfighting. I'm next. not as much of an addict as you. <laughs> you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, why am I doing this? How do we get sucked into this? Into what? Gambling. Um, that was you. We started. We yeah, started with the gambling Bowl. with the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. It was like you two. What well, kind of started? So where it, the idea originally came from was you were gone. And Jimmy was doing the sports, but he was predicting his sports ahead of time to try to save himself writing. So he would write his sports the night before, and he would write, like, Toronto Maple Leafs defeat Edmonton Oilers. And then he'd go in the morning and see which ones he had to change, and then it turned into gambling. And and here we are now. You're a full-blown addict. Uh, What bets are you making tonight? I think the 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 Oilers are going to win. What are you doing? Jimmy okay, says he only I'm, bets on Oilers games. Yeah. I'm only doing the Oilers games, so I have two wagers for tonight. I have uh, five actually, bucks. Actually, a tie tonight. So going into overtime. Yeah, you see, you're better at this than I am because so, I wouldn't know how to. And then I have a dry saddle anytime. Have the last two games gone into overtime for the Oilers? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably not a bad bet, Jimmy. Because with a five dollar bet on that, I could win twenty three or twenty two fifty. Holy smokes! <laughs> Degenerates. What are you gambling tonight? Well, you're I gambling was... on all the hockey. No, no, I see the. I don't think I'm going to bet on that Islanders Hurricanes game unless I throw five bucks on the Hurricanes because I think the Islanders are Islanders are done. Um, and the Minnesota Dallas game. That's a that's a coin toss. That's yeah, too that's tough. A great series. That's a too tough to gamble on. 
Um, I think the Oilers, and again, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to bet with my heart, but I truly believe they've got the momentum after winning an OT the other night in Los Angeles, coming home. Um, I think with the home crowd, with Mo on their side, I think they're definitely going to win tonight. I just, I'm wondering if I should take because I back up to my thirty dollars that yeah. I had in there because I won a couple bets last night. I'm wondering if I should just put the 30 bucks on the Oilers to win and see what that gets me. $30 on the Oilers to win. Yeah. Do it. I think they're going to do all it, in. Brent. Go all in. Uh, you know what? I want to mention this. This is interesting. So a lot of people know about the bet that I made at the beginning of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I put 100 bucks on Tampa Bay to win 4-3. Yeah. So to win the series in seven, okay, in game seven in the first round. And if it happens, it'll be the sixth time <laughs> that the Toronto Maple Leafs have been punted in the last 20-plus years from the first round in Game 7. In Game 7, In yeah. Game 7 That's every amazing. time, which is it's unbelievable. Yeah. And um, it only pays out 650 bucks. Okay, Off so I checked this morning because I was wondering what the cash-out option would be. Can I walk away? But I was like, you know what? I'm committed to this, mm-hmm. but I'm still interested to see what the cash-out option would be. So... If I cash out right now, they're willing to give me fifty-four bucks. Oh, really? So more than so half just, of my yeah, money. Just more than half your money. And the Leafs are up three-one. <laughs> Vegas still thinks this is going seven. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Yeah, you, you're in it. I, you're I'm, in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long. Or in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Hello. Hello. You're 94. We need 95. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? David. David, would you like to go to Iron Maiden? All right. Yes, I would. That was very disappointing, David. <laughs> David, would you like to go to Iron Maiden? <laughs> yes. Little bit better. We're going to work on this. There'll be trainings on the weekend, okay? No, Classes good. on the I'm, weekend. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, you're caller number 95. You're caller number 95. <laughs> awesome, guys. Awesome. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, this is our second update, actually, on the uh, locker room celebrity death pool. Twice this morning, yeah. This yeah. time, kind of a win. Uh, Harry... Belafonte died at 96. Yeah. Um, he's not on anyone's current list, but you had him last. Yeah. So I get an extra pick. So you get to make an extra pick for your list. That was a new rule we put in place. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go with um, Bob New. I can grab Bob, right? Uh, Bob Newhart is I can grab. available. Yeah. So on the, do you want me to run down the current lists? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Jimmy has Bob Newhart. Oh, right. Does he? Round eighteen. Uh, uh no, I do, I don't think I do. No, he had him last. Grant. He had last? Bob Newhart last, so I can take him. He's available. <laughs> and then I take him off of the. No, no, no. I have. Jimmy him. has him. I he's, full out have he him. Screwed that up last time we talked about it. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> You said you had him on another list. He said he didn't have him. He has him. Jimmy has Bob Newhart, Selma Blair, Michael J. Fox. Okay. Gordon Lightfoot, Val Kilmer. 
I have Jimmy Carter, who's in Respite, R. Kelly, uh, Carlos Santana, Dick Van Dyke, and Robert Duvall, and you have Bob Barker, yeah. Andy Dick, Ron Jeremy, uh, Tony Bennett, and oh, Yoko Ono. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Damn it! I got to think about this. See, now you need. To- <laughs> I need to think about this. I, I'll. I'll go tech. I'll I'll take a look at my potentials list. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Oilers, Kings, tied at two games apiece. First round, game five tonight, 7:30 start, uh, start home game. Lots of chat right now about whether or not they should put Jack Campbell back in. So he took over after the first period of game. Three, yeah, or game four, sorry, game four, the ugly first period, down three yeah. nothing, and um, and he did okay. He was a bit scrambly at the beginning, but then kind of locked it down. And um, it, I, I don't understand. I guess I, maybe I do. Everyone is like, "Oh, you got to put Jack back in." Why do we like this guy? He has mm-hmm. not been good this year. He just <laughs> no. hasn't been good this year, and everybody wants to side with them. Yeah. He's a great guy, nice guy. Just like Also, I think people want to like justify the contract maybe, but... Uh, is that what it is? Because it's all the sports donkeys. I just read something with Spectre. And he, it, it looks like he's leaning on on going back. No, well, you go with Skinner. Skinner has been way better. Spectre is usually the opposite of whatever the popular opinion is is that what he does <laughs> anyway um yeah I, I don't know i mean listen i've been nice my whole career and it's gotten me nowhere mm-hmm. like i think they put Stuart skinner you're in gonna tonight. let me get away with that one you're gonna <laughs> you were nice your entire career sorry i was kind of speechless there you've made that, people cry that was for jimmy you've made people cry I'm a nice guy shut it <laughs> No, Skinner. I, I think Skinner's going you in tonight. You got to put Skinner yeah. in that. I when they when they came out the first and and Jack stepped off the bench, I was like, "Oh no. Game over. What are you doing? Did you giving it to him?" <laughs> Every time he stepped out of his net, I was yelling. My wife was like, "You got to stop yelling at the goaltender. I don't think he can hear you." With like, that- "Get back in that soup." <laughs> With that said, I do want Jack Campbell to succeed, though, cuz he is a nice guy. I know, I know. And I so get that. you do cheer for him. Anyway, um, there's still no word, nothing official. No, they haven't said anything yet. I think Woodcroft will go with with Skinner. No? Yeah, I think they go back to him. You go with the guy that got you there. I think right? so. Uh, so yeah, that's give him my, a chance at least my, to rebound. That's my sense. Yeah, You're going to have a bad period. I mean, every yeah. goaltender in the playoffs is going to get lit he's up. He's a rookie goalie. Like, Yeah. I, I think you throw Skinner back in. That's my thought on it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, I need to make a pick for the locker room celebrity death pool. Yeah, a couple Har- of developments with that. Harry oh. Belfonte died. Yeah. And you had him on a previous list, which means you get an extra pick. Yes. So that's our new rule. That was yeah. a rule that we established when we made our picks for round 18. Um, and 
Oh, I'm taking a look. And the other update that we had this morning was Bob Newhart's wife passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, Jimmy has Bob Newhart in the current round, which puts him in an advantage, obviously, because a lot of times when you have an older couple and one of the spouses yeah. passes away, generally speaking, it, they're they're not too usually, long. Usually when the wife dies, the man isn't too far behind. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she, you know, she was probably taking care of him, keeping him alive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically keeping him alive, unless of course he goes on a tear. Maybe you know, yeah, you think so? Hey? Yeah. So yeah. I got a couple of options here. Will you guys allow me? Hmm. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Ted Turner. Ted Turner. I was going to go with Henry Kissinger. You've had him before. Have I had Henry Kissinger? I think so. Or I have. Somebody's had I'm him. I'm sure he's been on the list before. He's 99. Oof. Yeah. Ted Turner's 84. Yeah. He's got dementia? Yeah. He's got a rare form of dementia. Ugh. I was going to go with Bruce. Bruce Willis, but... Ugh. That's a tough That's pick. a tough one, yeah. He's 67. I didn't he- even realize Ted Turner was still alive, to be honest. Yeah. Um, have you seen some of the videos of Bruce... Lately, really, Bruce sad. Willis, yeah, yeah, yeah he's declining quickly. Yeah, uh, Jack Nicholson is a is a decent pick, he's but a possibility. Eh. We talked about Ozzy Osbourne. He looked pretty mobile when I saw Jack. <laughs> like he's getting out. He's on the balcony. Yeah, someone let him out on the balcony. <laughs> Let's see, alone it's, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm going to go with Ted. I'm going to put Ted Turner, Ted Turner on Turner, okay. All right, there we go. An update on the, uh, yeah. A new one. It's been a busy day for the Celebrity Huge. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Last week when you took the Thursday off to go get the dental work done. Yeah. I saw this story, and I put it in the prep, and I put a note under it, and it said, I think we need to have Grant around before we talk about this. <laughs> I don't know why. It just didn't seem like something that Jimmy and I would be able to do justice. No. (laughs) quite the story. Uh, This guy uh, was horrified, he says, after discovering that his dog nearly chewed off his toe. But there's a catch to it. So he was having a nap on the couch, just asleep, and he's awoken. He's startled awake by his wife screaming. So his wife walked into the room, looked at him, and started screaming. And it's because he was barefoot, and their seven-month-old bulldog had chewed his big toe down, had like, like almost it. right off. They said like right down to to the bone. This bulldog was chewing on it, so they were upset, obviously. But the catch is that the dog may have saved his life, but because because of this, they then realized that he didn't have any feeling in his foot. And they were able to diagnose some issues that were going on. <laughs> so the dog saved his life because he's too stupid to realize he can't feel his own foot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It All right. led to a shocking diagnosis. They discovered his foot is completely numb. He can't feel anything. Uh, he has diabetes, I guess. And he had two two blocked arteries, which um, could have meant that he got his leg amputated because of a lack of blood flow. And it's all because his dog decided to eat his big toe. They discovered these blocked arteries and saved his life and saved his leg. Do you keep the dog? That's, oh, 100%. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, are you mad? He's, he's kind of got a taste for you now. <laughs> yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, though, is his toe, it, there must have been something wrong with the toe 
too. Like he could have been infected. You know, it could have like there. What he didn't just chew off his toe for. Oh, that looks good. <laughs> you know, there was probably something Dogs like an infection. Can smell stuff, right? Like they can. Yeah. Because I came home yesterday after the surgery, and Kingston went right for my hand, right at your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was licking my uh, uh, hand immediately as soon as I walked in the door. He jumped up on me. So uh-huh. dogs, they know, right? When you're when you're hurt, a lot of them will will pick up on that. Yeah, they said um, when you're in trouble. They did write about that. They said canines have displayed an uncanny potential to detect disease, but they're not sure if that's the case here or if it was just a puppy with a chew toy. Yeah, and <laughs> I guess normally, because like your puppy would, if your puppy bit you, you know, when we got Rodney, he would nip at your fingers and toes. Yeah. And normally you would go, ah, and they would stop. But if you didn't react, they would just keep going. Yeah, this bulldog's going in for another meal. They uh, yeah. they they say they're keeping him. So they're keeping him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I wouldn't trust him anymore. But he's going to lose another appendage. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.